This episode is thanks to KX Pilates, a dynamic, high-intensity reformer Pilates workout designed for everyone. Welcome to the Left of Field Podcast with Danny Kavanagh. Chef Mario, welcome to the Left of Field Podcast. How are you going today? Good, good. Thank you so much, Steve, for having me. Welcome to Perth. I hope you've been enjoying it. I don't know how much downtime you've had, but what would you say the highlights have been so far? Uh, I think the highlight is just being in Australia. I love Australia. That's such a beautiful country and being able to, to come down under and explore parts of the world that otherwise I wouldn't have. It's, uh, it's been beautiful. So I always enjoy being here. The people, your guys' mannerisms, the, the food, the, the coffee, it's, it's all fascinating and I'm just excited to be here overall. Now, you mentioned the food, and that's kind of your specialty. If people don't know much about you, do you want to tell everyone mm. kind of what your job is, I guess, and what's brought you to Perth? Yeah, absolutely. So it's a bit more complex than what I may have made it seem on social media, but in essence, I am a culinary nutrition thought leader, and I've been working within the sports performance and sports nutrition realm for the last 10 years. Um, I do have a culinary nutrition degree from Johnson Wells University in the United States. So I worked both in the culinary industry, Michelin and, and two-star Michelin kitchens, and like I mentioned, in, in the sports world. And currently I'm the performance chef for this meal delivery company in the United States, one of the lar- largest ones in the United States called Effective Nutrition. And I've been with them uh, for four and a half years, almost five. I take care of anything that has to do with culinary operation. But along with that, because I have my sports performance, sports nutrition background, um, I'm currently in Perth coaching for eight athletes, um, namely eight UFC athletes that will be fighting in the uh, UFC 284 card this Sunday. So that's what brought me down. Yeah, great. So you've kind of combining the kitchen with the octagon and getting all the fighters, I guess, high-profile fighters, really, the best in the world, ready for fight week. Absolutely, yeah. So I've partnered with the Fight Dietitian, uh, Jordy Sullivan, the owner and founder of Brand the Fight Dietitian. Uh, he now has a team of a few other dietitians, and now uh, we've been supporting eight of the athletes. Um, he is Australian, and we met during the time that I was affiliated with the UFC two years ago. In fact, the UFC were partners, and so that's how I got involved within the, the, the UFC and MMA space. So... I'm actually down here promoting the release of a course, ironic first ever uh, basic cooking course for athletes being released today. Within, we're going to make it go live within the next hour, 3 p.m. this Friday. And, and my partner was already to do this. So he said, hey, it would be cool if we can just promote the during fight week and release it prior to the fight. So uh, aside from obviously very much so enjoying to cook for athletes, and having a great relationship with Tori himself and his team. Uh, and we, we're here for that purpose. And of course, to get out of the United States and come to Australia. That's always a good excuse. Many fighters probably think they have to eat boring food, just like chicken. But I guess you're here to show them that they can still enjoy their diet, but stick to a good routine. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the reality of the matter is that nutritious food can also be incredibly, incredibly flavorful. And when I first came into the MMA space, the regular normal practice was to eat very bland foods during fight week. And so it made the experience of weight increase, of, of cutting weight, of getting to the weight class very, very cumbersome. And, and so when I came into the space, I was able to introduce 
a bunch of different flavors and sauces that met the nutritional guidelines that are required for making weight for, for that weight decrease. And through that, um, I was able to create a lot of flavor. So, you know, food is food and flavorful food can go hand in hand 100%. Five weeks are no different. And that, that's been sort of the, the special the special sauce that, that I brought over to, to the space. So you say a high fat sauce is the secret for a fighter's diet? I would say that's been my secret. That's been the way that I've been able to include a lot of flavor because let's think about it. So there, there are four components of food cooking, salt, fat, acid, and heat. And so when we're thinking about acid, we can think about anything like a vinegar or an acidic citrus fruit or a tomato. When we're thinking about fat, we can think about nuts. We can think about seeds, oils. When we think about coconut oil, we can think about uh, olives as well. And so all of these components have a lot of flavor. When you combine both of those, and of course, because it's fight weak, we can't add any sodium, we can add any salt. And salt being one of the four components of good cooking, by having to eliminate that, we need to rely on the fat of the acid and the heat acid. So we're utilizing heat to caramelize and, and get that beautiful caramelization of proteins. And by using fat sources that are super flavorful, like coconut nuts and seeds, chia seeds, like shredded coconut, like oils, and using acid, such as apple cider vinegar, red vinegar, uh, lemon and lime juice, you're able to create a lot of flavor without having to add that sodium. So that has been the composition, the, the secret that I brought into the space where we provide a diet during fight week to answer your question a little more directly. We eliminate carbohydrates, sodium, keep the athletes a, a diet high in protein and fat. Um, that way they can eliminate water, glycogen, and anything that's a non-essential body weight. And of course, we eliminate fiber as well so that they can eliminate that, that weight from their gut as well. So if we're going to provide fat, we can be as, you know, we can be super straightforward and simple and give them boiled chicken with olive oil or boiled chicken with avocado. But who likes to eat a full week of boiled chicken and just some oil, right? So bringing into play my culinary nutrition background with the understanding of the four basic components of, of good cooking and flavor profiles, I, I was able to create a lot of sauces that are highly flavorful, provide that the nutritional requirements of five week through fat, I pretty much rotate through a bunch of sauces throughout the week so that the fighters can have different meals every single day with different flavors, with flavorful flavors for that matter, and it makes that experience that much better. Yeah, sounds great to me. Much flavor as I can get in a meal would be fantastic. But how are the athletes and the fighters responding to this? Because it is, I guess, going against what we conventionally think you need to eat when you're on a strict diet and you're trying to lose so much body weight and body fat in a short period of time. Yeah, so it's definitely, it, it was a, it, it's, <laughs> it, it's always interesting to introduce something new and different to a fight week just because the athletes have their, way of operating as you have their own sort of like belief system. And so when you introduce something that is different, it's kind of like you're shaking up the matrix. Some people may get very uncomfortable, but we've had a very good response in general, very positive. Athletes tend to be very excited about being able to eat a meal that is super flavorful. So it, there's nothing better than to, you know, get a message and say, Hey, this, 
this breakfast doesn't seem right. Like there's a lot of flavors. This are you guys sure you guys are not getting any salt or anything like that? So it's been very positive, thankfully. Are you looking to spice up your workout? Have you ever thought about Pilates? Or maybe you've tried Pilates before, but you're looking for somewhere new. KX Pilates in Fremantle offers a dynamic style of reformer Pilates. It fuses traditional Pilates with cardio and endurance training into a 50-minute high-intensity workout. It's a combination of strength, core stability, balance, flexibility, coordination. KX is honestly a revolutionary style of training. Now, I'm obsessed with KX Pilates in Fremantle. There's just amazing trainers. It's got really high energy and it's so much fun. So if you want to come and give it a go, use the code LEFTOFFIELD10 at checkout and you will get 10% off their weekly, monthly or yearly packs only at Fremantle and limited to one use per person. So come on, why don't you join me down at KX Fremantle and see what all the fuss is about. I want to know what then is your favorite sauce? What is one of your go-to sources that you like to include in all of the athletes' meal plans? <laughs> that's, that's a great question. I have a few. I, I was originally born and raised in South America in, in this small country called Bolivia, which is the heart of, of South America. And Bolivia has a, a very big Argentinian influence. I mean, so there's a lot of barbecue and a lot of grilling that happens in Bolivia. And chimichurri is one of the sauces that is very prevalent and very well known. And to me, it was a, sort of like an obvious thing that I could include because chimichurri goes well with salmon, it goes well with chicken, it goes well, incredibly well with steak. So uh, that's one of the staples that I always make and uh, that I have in rotation at every single fight we can eat it for myself. And along with that, I was, the, the second sauce is romesco. And romesco is originally made with toasted bread as the base, but instead of using toasted bread, I use toasted almonds. And so that nuttiness, that toasted nuttiness rounds up the flavors of the roasted red bell peppers and tomatoes and garlic. And along with the paprika, it gives gives this super highly flavorful sauce that athletes tend to love. Yeah, sounds delicious. And along with these main meals that you mentioned, do they get, you know, some yummy snacks in there? Any kind of, I like my chocolate, but I don't know if they'll be able to have chocolate. What kind of snacks are you giving them? Yeah, so the snack is the snack part is, is the the fun part, right? Because a lot of components that are high in fat are also naturally sweet, like coconut or like chocolate. And three snacks that I gave the athletes to them around, and two of them were actually relatively new. I hadn't made them before. One is a is what I call a fat bomb or an energy fat little ball, and that is protein powder mixed with some almond almond butter, and you just make it into a little ball and athletes can have that, but it can be very chalky because of the protein. Alex Wokanowski actually didn't, doesn't like that one specific snack, so I was sort of pushed to create a new one, and I had done a little bit of research prior to coming to Australia because I wanted to introduce new things to Fight Week, and I wanted to make this coconut chocolate manageable, and so what I did is I combined some cherry coconut chia seeds, a little bit of almond milk, and I shook that into a little ball, and then I dipped it in some 70% cacao, um, melted cacao, and then froze that, and Alex absolutely raved and loved that. And then when I was a kid, my grandma used to make this dessert called Poste de Primavera, which means the direct translation is a dessert for spring, 
Primavera being spring. I mean, it was a, a jello, multi-layer, multi-color, multi-flavored jello dessert that had some sort of a cream in it. And very unconsciously, I created the same dessert for our athletes, and I made a raspberry, raspberry sort of snack, jello-like snack with, with some cream. You, you refrigerate that. You refrigerate that, and it sets. It settles um, into like a jello-like uh, substance. And I absolutely love that too. So those were three of the snacks that I provided this week, and, and we had a really good feedback on them. Yeah, sounds great. It sounds like a diet I could definitely get behind. And now, the making weight, and I guess is only part of the story. After the fighters weigh in, they need to mm-hmm. rehydrate and refuel themselves. I mean, some of them are adding seven to 10 more kilos on. It's crazy. How do you do that? And how does their diet change? Mm-hmm. What then do you give them in, in their meals? Yeah, that's a great question. So like I mentioned, during fight week, in order to support the body and getting rid of what is labeled as non-essential body weight, meaning glycogen, water, and fiber, what we do is we reintroduce the glycogen that has been lost through carbohydrates, right? And glycogen is just carbohydrates. It's just energy that comes from carbohydrates that is stored in the liver and is stored in the muscles. Every single human does that. That's part of our human anatomy. And so what we need to do, and this is more so on the dietitian side, first we need to rehydrate the body with uh, electrolytes, sodium, and there's a whole science to that that I'm, I'm not well-versed on. I understand the basics of it, but I can't really speak to it. And so the dietitians help with the oral rehydration after they weigh in, and we're slowly adding and feeding the, the body. And so we start by giving people very easily digestible carbohydrates, salty carbohydrates. You know, you can think about a bagel, you can think about Ritz crackers, you can think about oats, you can think about a, a crepe. Slowly sort of reintroduce food into the system so that we're not shocking the body. Um, and then after that sort of rehydration process has, has finished, which is anywhere between right after they weigh in to four to six hours, athletes can actually start having food, right? And so what's important here is to be very controlled in how we're receiving the athlete. That way the athlete doesn't feel lethargic, doesn't get bloated, or is not storing a lot of water because you're reintroducing sodium way too quickly into the body. After all this happens, we pretty much provide a diet that is high in carbohydrates, moderate in protein, and low in fat. So we kind of flip the script, and we're just starting to refeed and refuel the body so that they can be ready for the three-to-five-round uh, three bouts that they have the next day. Great. And how are all the fighters looking then for this weekend in Perth? We have been tracking incredibly well, and everyone is tracking very well to get to the weight class. Of course, things happen, and we never know until we know. So everything is, is very good to right now. We're feeling very confident that all of our athletes will be showing up into the octagon on Sunday. Yeah, and obviously you can't control, I guess, the country you go to and the type of food you get. What's the food been like for you in Perth? Yeah, so one thing that I'm always impressed by Australia is the level of proteins and produce that you guys have. I'm absolutely jealous about that. You guys honor food in such a beautiful way. And so we've worked with Bully Butchers and with the uh, Anders Mann Market, two incredibly very well-executed businesses. Thanks to, to, to both of those companies, a big shout-out to both of them. 
um, we've been able to feed our athletes incredibly flavorful food because ultimately it can make a sauce, but if I'm sourcing ingredients that are subpar, then the food is not going to really taste that great. I, I could tell, I can judge the quality of the produce by trying the berries. That's like, that, that's my way of saying, okay, let's, let's see how good this is. And the first time I try the berries, they're so sweet. They're so delicious. They're so well taken care of. And I was just, I was impressed by that. The second way that I judge the produce or product from a supermarket is, is their eggs. And the eggs that we've been getting are some beautiful free range eggs that have a yolk that is super dark and rich in, in color. And, you know, there's, it doesn't. Get, it doesn't get better than that. So it's been very, very easy for me to work with these companies to to get the produce that need. Now your Instagram <laughs> is full of, I guess, uh, cooking tips and tricks and giving a little bit of an insight. And you've given us a lot of information now. And you did mention before that you've released your own guide and people can sign up. But what's one cooking, I guess, tip that you think every person should know. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great question. So to to piggyback off your your comments, I've been creating content that is geared to teaching people how to cook. I've noticed, you know, there's a bunch of food content creators out in the space making incredible, tasty, and attractive recipes. But if one doesn't know how to cook, if one doesn't know the basics of cooking techniques and methodology, then it's very difficult to create those recipes or one doesn't understand how to, to read a recipe. So in order to provide the value that was missing, um, I started creating that and then I started to continue to create this course. And one of the modules, I go over the four components of, of good cooking, but also the, the next module to that, uh, I talk about basic cooking techniques, right? And learning how to sear, learning how to boil, how to poach, how to steam, how to blanch, how to brace. These are all basic cooking techniques that if one learns them, then making a recipe become, becomes that much easier. So I wouldn't say that there's one individual skill set, but the composition of the basic understanding of cooking techniques is what I would suggest people to learn in order to be able to understand recipes and be able to cook a lot better. Yeah, definitely. I feel there's a few in there that I probably don't know how to do much myself. So if uh, we all head to your Instagram, which is <laughs> Chef Mario, I believe, and they, we can get all the information there and sign up maybe, download your, your guides or follow along with your cooking videos. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I do provide a lot of free value. So if, if you're looking for a guide, a free guide on how to cook, definitely check out my profile for that. Perfect. Well, I'll put that in the episode notes as well. And uh, thank you so much for chatting to us today. I really do appreciate it. And it was great to get a little insight into the UFC uh, here in Perth. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Super excited to be here. And, and thank you so much for having me on your podcast. And it's been an honor.